on a goddamn fucking thing. But anyway, that's your cue. Oh, we're good. So a long, long time ago, <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. So I don't know if I've told you this, Stuart, or not. Uh-huh. But I think I have in passing. But like okay. every year for uh senior skip day, when I was yep. a senior in high school, yes, we took a trip. Uh, we none of us the the children that went. The four of us. I like how you call yourselves children. Well, the children. We made a, several bad decisions. I wouldn't call us much other than children at that point. But well, I'm an adult and I make daily bad decisions. <laughs> so just to set the scene, there are four of us: uh, two Matts and two Bryans. It's already stupid. It's already, a, of course. Uh-huh. And uh, our friend Brian drove a minivan. Like that was the car he got when his nice. par- like his parents upgraded and gave them his their old minivan. So you're saying they hated him? Well, yeah, I would have been happy to receive a minivan of any kind. I suppose at, at that age. But uh, so we decide that we're going to all pack up and we're going to go to Chicago. Barely any of us have ever even left the state, let alone been to like a large city. Right, right, right. So we decide to load up everything and pack up and go to. The big city. We're gonna to go to Chicago for the first time. Right. What what year is this? Uh, this would have been two thousand and two. So no GPS. Are you using no, MapQuest? No GPS and no like <laughs> cell phones or anything. right, we're right, just, right, right. We're just on. I You're don't even. Rough in it. I don't remember if I think we probably just followed the signs that said like oh, really? this way to Chicago. Like take the ramp to Chicago and then just drive we west. Had, we had nothing planned other than we intended to go watch. Uh, uh, Improv Olympic was doing an improvised musical. All right. Uh, and it was a troupe called Baby Wants Candy. And I don't remember where I heard of it, but I was like, this seems awesome and we should go to this. But it's entirely improvised. They have a live band and all the music is improvised. They get questions up front and then they get suggestions and then they do a musical based on that. And it's a full, like, half hour or 90 minute long full musical. Nice. So that was the plan. We're going to go see this thing. That was our only. End point. End did end you know point. how to get there? Did not. We didn't what? know. We realized after we left, we had no address for this place. <laughs> we had all of us were so dumb. Well, we did this in April, right? right? It's so uh, none of us dressed appropriately. We were going to the Windy City in right. April, and nobody. Right. I was wearing shorts. Cold as fuck. T-shirts, shorts, nothing. No big deal, right? So we take off though that morning, and we all round up, and we like we pick everybody up individually from their houses and none of them told their parents where we were going they all thought we were just going to school i was the only one that told my parents i would be out of the state so was this like a senior skip day yes okay so they knew you were skipping school at least no no no. so there's there was the senior skip day that everyone the whole senior class skipped right and then there was the senior skip day that we just the, arbitrarily decided. Before you know nothing. Right. Decided, we were okay. just like, fuck okay. it. We didn't want to do what they were. I don't even, in fact, I don't even know what they were doing. Okay. Like, normally the class decides kind of we're all going to skip this day sure. and go to like Michigan's Adventure. Go to Michigan's Adventure. Well, yeah. Right? Get in the bus. And we picked a random day. We picked a random location and all of us decided we're going to go today. All right. So we round up, we get ready to go. And there's a, a small grocery store in the middle of the town that we all grew up in. And we decided, I don't know why, but we decided to stop there first. Like, you'd think we would have wanted to get out of town first. We stopped there first, and the spouse of one of our teachers 
was walking in as we were walking out after we got our supplies. So and we're already you know? caught. We're already caught. Like, so you knew who this person yes, was? Yeah, really? He, he knew who I we were. I would not have known a goddamn spouse of a teacher. We used to spend a lot of time over at this person. They, they had, she had sons that were also in our grade, a set uh, of twins that were also oh. in our grade. Nerds. So we, just <laughs> because they're twins. They're, <laughs> That's right. They're immediately nerds. Twins are nerds. <laughs> Uh, so we knew them well, and he looked at us kind of sideways, and we were like, eh, don't look at so we're, we're already caught, and we decided, fuck it, we're going to go anyway. Sure. So we take off, and we're driving down uh, the highway. I don't know where we are, what we're doing. Again, I have no direction. We have no. <laughs> and we're basically just following signs. And somehow, sometime throughout our senior year or whatever, there became this uh, – some of the students would bring in these cap guns, their little – plastic toy cap guns right, right, right. there were also variations that shoot little rubber bands there were some that had these little rubber band shooting guns and yeah, stuff like that yeah so that just as a side note those were in the vehicle we had those with us <laughs> you uh, were going to chicago right we want to be, we, packing, we be packing right yeah <laughs> uh so we're driving along and we out of nowhere we just we get cut off in traffic by a convertible it was a like a tan colored convertible and a guy in there with a ponytail and it was just like a super, Nerd. super yuppie fuck, you know. And you must like, have had a twin. So the driver, uh, Brian, decided he couldn't handle being cut off by this guy. And the way, so he drives up around the guy. And as we're driving past him, I'm sitting in the passenger seat, and then the other guys are in the back. They have the van has those little flappy windows that stick out, you know, like they have the little oh, they God, pop it was, open. It was that old yes, school. Yes, it was oh old, man, nice. It was an old van when we were nice. in it back then, even. So as we're passing by, one of the rear passengers flips out that little window, so it's yeah. just like a little wedge of a opening. Right, sticks his little digits out there with his cap gun, and just starts cap gunning at this dude oh, as we pass by. God, and the whole time. I don't, I don't know how you were with your friends, but I've always been like the voice of reason. Yeah, I was I'm, probably that guy too. I'm like, yeah. I'm just trying to dad everyone and keep them all from getting in trouble. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, guys, you have to stop. We're going to jail. Like nobody knows we're here. We're we're gonna get arrested. Sure. We're in Indiana. We're like out of at this point. We're on our way around, you know. And the guy just like drops way back. Like he he he's just <laughs> slams like, on the brakes. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and so we pull around him, and everyone's like, "Oh, that was so funny and really great," you know. Sure. And I'm the whole time going. We're all going to be arrested. There's no We're chance die. that this man in his convertible with his ponytail did not have a cell phone. Oh, yeah. Ponytail. Right. Definitely has, has a cell Has some phone. sort of a cell phone inside this car, whether it was a car phone at the right. time or whatever it was. It was the size of a microwave. <laughs> right. And so he, he drops back, but he stays a distance. Like, he stays a specific... Like, he's, he's not, like, stopping, but he's staying way back. And I'm looking in the mirror watching this guy, and he is on a phone. Like, you can tell he's held, holding something up to his face. Sure. And we're all in trouble now. And I'm like, we're done. Like, you might as well yeah. just pull over now. We're going to have wait. some explaining to do. But we got to pull over now and wait for this to happen because right. it's about to happen. So, so did you know your buddy was sticking the gun out of the window? We Yeah. We okay. figured it out right. after. Because you could hear it with little caps. Like a little red oh, okay. reel right. of caps. Right. Like, right. you know. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, so I tell him, I'm like, just pull over now. We're done. And we just, he just, the driver, Brian, one of the Brian's, decides... Brian won. Yeah, decides we're just going to get off the highway and that'll be fine. Like they will yeah, never, they'll, they'll never, never find, find us, right? If we get off the highway. So he gets off the next exit and we drive like west, the direction we needed to go for sure. a while. Right. And he's like, okay, I, I assume he just thought we shook him. 
And now, and he's like, we'll just get back on. Just pull off the highway. And I'm like, you realize you're getting back on the same highway, going the same direction you were going (laughs) when we started this. So clearly, the guy is either going to catch up with us or, you know, they know where we are, right? So we get back on the highway and they're trying to convince me that everything's fine. There's nothing, no problems coming with it. The moment we get back onto the highway in the median across from the on-ramp is a cop sitting and waiting. And I'm like, that cop is for certain for us. Like, there's no reason that that guy's there other than for us. And we just keep driving. And everyone's kind of that, like, silence. No one wants to sure. talk about it just or mention. Stare forward. Yeah. Stare forward, if man. We, if we don't look at the cop, then the cop can't see can't us. Can't see right. us, man. So we're driving, and nothing is happening, though. It's been probably a good minute or two since we passed that cop. And he pulled out behind us. He's got to finish his donut. Right, but but he's not <laughs> pulling us over, right? So it's giving the rest of them the false hope that this is just a fluke, right? right and it's not. Right. And I'm like, it's absolutely for us. We just, just wait because it's coming. So then we see another uh, cop in the parked in the median uh, or parked in the on, like under a bridge on ramp or something. And as soon as we pass by, the other it takes off, right? So now there's two cops, uh, two cop cars following us. Oh God! So he was just waiting for backup. Waiting, well, we found out later he was waiting for backup. Yeah. Right. So then we start driving, and now we've got two cop cars in tow, and then across the highway, going the other direction, we see two more cop cars. Oh God, damn! That are dude. going the other way, right? And I'm like, I feel like those are for us too, guys. Like I think we're gonna be in real trouble. And uh, so we pass by them, and a few seconds later. Lights come on, right? And I'm right, like, we right, are right. fucked. I'm freaking out. I'm like, you're going to get us all arrested. None of us know, nor our parents don't know where we are. I'm going to have to spend the night in a jail in Indiana. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Gary. And of course, at that point, I thought, like, I didn't, I'd never had any interactions with law. I'd never gotten myself in any kind of trouble. Sure. And I thought this was it. Like, this is what's going to do us all in, right? We're going to die. And so we pull over, the cop gets out. We're just sitting and kind of waiting, wondering what's going to happen next. The cop comes up. He's got his hand on his gun. He walks up to the window, and he before he gets to the car, he goes, uh, Everybody put your hands on the fucking roof! <laughs> and we all pop up and throw our hands up. <laughs> oh, yeah. We throw our hands up onto the roof, and we're just waiting. And the cop comes over. He opens the driver's side door, and he rips Brian 1 out of the car. <laughs> throws him up against the side of the van, pushes him up against it, and goes... We have reports that you were brandishing a gun on the highway. <laughs> yeah. He looks at him and Brian one goes, I mean, we have a cap gun, but we weren't brandishing at anyone. And then the cop throws him in against the car and goes, Jesus. boy, do you know how fucking stupid that was? <laughs> if that had been me and I was an off duty cop, I'd have shot your ass dead right there. <laughs> and we're all freaking <laughs> the fuck out. <clears throat> so he takes Brian and he like drags him back to the police car. And throws him in the back seat of his car. Right. We have no idea what's happening oh, to Brian. God. He's dead. He's gone. Right? They like, killed he's him. Gone. Taking Brian to jail, right? And uh, then we realize, or Brian tells us later, we realize he wasn't even wearing shoes. He was barefoot driving. What? And he's out on the side of the highway in April, just getting drugged into the car and thrown in the back seat of this cop car. Where right? the so fuck were his shoes? I just. He just didn't like driving with shoes on, I guess. What? I don't know what's I going on. I think that's illegal. Yeah, it is. That's like, illegal. On top of all this, yeah, right, that was right. also a bad decision. You goddamn dirty hippie. <laughs> and so he's in the back of the car. They come back. The cops come back to us. And they have each one of us. They're like, passenger, step out of the vehicle. <laughs> and then the guys in the back put their hands down 
to like don't prepare. Do that. And the other the cop there was now another cop on the opposite side of the vehicle and he goes, Don't fucking move like he's like, put your leave your hands. So one at a time we exit the vehicle. And the whole time I'm looking at these cops going like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what they were thinking. I tried to stop them. I understand that this is a bad idea. And now I've become like the spokesperson for the group sure. to the police, right? right? The cop comes up to me and he starts giving me this like heart to heart, like dad talk. He's right. like, guys, you could have got yourselves into some real bad trouble. This guy called the cops and he's threatening to press charges, you know, just blah, 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 whatever. And he's like, we have to search you. We have to search the vehicle. So get ready for that. So he brings us over, puts a spread eagle against the side of the vehicle, and starts patting us all down. Uh, I got full cavity search. <laughs> uh, and Brian is still in the back of the car. Sure. Like we don't know what's even happening to him. Like we don't know what he's, he's been dead. told. He's dead. Yeah, we don't know what he's been told. We don't know what he's expecting. And so we uh, we get the full pat down. And then because he's a high school student and owns a van, it's just full of shit. Like everything yeah, that Brian yeah, has ever yeah. owned is right. in the back of this van, right? right? And we, on top of preparing for this trip, we decided we're going to bring, because this van is so old and awesome that it has a television in the back. What? So it had like a ceiling mounted TV in the back of this minivan. We brought ourselves as Nintendo 64 to like hook up to the TV so that we thought while we were driving around, we would be able to play video games in the back of this car. Did it work? I don't, we didn't even get to that point because oh, the cop pulled, pulled us over, over by cops. and then the cops proceeded to rip damn near everything out of the car. So every all of there's a, a duffel bags full of Nintendo stuff. There's uh, all of the things that he had already in the car, just trash everywhere on the side of the road. And they're searching for what they assumed was a gun. They're right? looking for whatever they can to bust you now. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, either they're looking for drugs or whatever else, right. or the gun that we were brandishing on the highway. And in the process, they find. Three of the cap guns, the little two little cap guns, and then the one that shoots rubber bands, right? Gotcha, right. And uh, the cop is like, "Listen, we're taking these, like we're confiscating these guns from you, and we're confiscating these guns." Yeah, yep. Good job, officer. The guy goes, or the cop says, the guy on the phone decided not to, that he tentatively was not pressing charges, <laughs> but he still could. He's like, "What we're gonna do is let you guys go with a warning." And we're going to tell you, though, if the guy decides and changes his mind on the way back through, if you're caught in Indiana, we could take you to jail. It was basically him just talking shit and trying to get us to straighten up. Right, right. Don't fuck with us. Right. So we come, like, they finally get Brian out of the car, and he comes back up, and we sort of, that big exhale of, like, this just happened, but we're going to be okay. We start scooping up all of his shit off of the side of the road. We've got all the bags and then yeah, sure. He's not, they're not going to put it back. No, Fuck no, no. no. They leave us there to take care of everything. So we pack up everything and throw it in the back of the van, and we go to take off. And Brian was like, "While I was in the back of the car, I was listening to the cop radio going on, and they had put out an APB, like an all points bulletin for his van." Jesus. Like they were gonna track us down no matter where we went. Like we were fucked. No, like they huh. had they had everyone was on it, you know. Right. And while he was back there listening, he realized on the radio that there was uh, it was playing the song "I Saw the Sign" by Ace of Base. What? And it was a cassette tape. Like the guy, he was like, he just imagined the cop was like, "We got a live one, boys," and threw in <laughs> Ace of Base. <laughs> so yeah. And, uh, so he was back there just rocking out to fucking Ace of Base while we're up there thinking our whole lives are ruined and everything else. And uh, 
they yeah they they confiscated the guns, let us go, and that was the last we ever heard of it. We they never, didn't get there was no like fine, or no follow up, no tickets wow. were written. No, I would have no. thought they would at least throw a ticket. Yeah, because they like get money. Yeah, the state I, of Indiana needs your money. <laughs> but yeah, I I just assumed that they realized how stupid I knew everyone to be, and the fact right. that it was just a toy and. They just gave me a stern talking to, told me to keep my friends on the straight and narrow, and basically gave us the old pat on the head. Listen, and, you look like the good one. Let me yeah, take right, you over yeah. here, man. So, yeah, that was it. How? Was all right, so follow-up question. Sure. Did you make it to Improv Olympics? Well, Did I mean, you find there's, it? There's more. I mean, the story is a fucking ridiculous thing. So we get to Chicago. Right. And, well, we get near Chicago, and we don't know where we're going, but we can see Chicago on the horizon, right? Like, you can see it as it's coming There's up. There's a big building! Right, we finally see big buildings, because right. if you're from Michigan, you yeah. know that it's seldom you see larger buildings yeah. than anything else, right? We had never even really been to Grand Rapids. Like, these were sure. legit, like, the first big city I'd ever been wow. to, really. And, uh, you got to ease your way into so, it. But we're going... you got to go to, like, Battle Creek first. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to need, like, Chicago light, and then... So we're driving toward the city, and we keep getting on these roads, and then the roads would start turning away from the city, like these ramps. Would oh, start, yeah, yeah. And we yeah, don't yeah. know how the fuck highways work. We don't know what we're doing. Right. We just keep seeing these signs that say, this way to Chicago, and we'd get on that road, but then eventually it would turn away from Chicago, and we're like, this has got to be wrong. We've made a wrong turn. So we kept doing this fucking circle shit trying to get to the city. We, uh, we finally decide we're, just gonna, we're not going to worry about where the road's pointing. We're just going to follow signs, and we're going to get there. We finally make it to Chicago, downtown. Sure. We have no idea where to go, what direction to be on. We know it's on Clark Street. I do know it's on Clark. Excuse me, sir. But we don't know where Clark is where in the comparison to where we are. So we finally make it to, uh, we, we decide we're going to have to park somewhere and figure this out. Oh, God. And we didn't have, we, none of, I don't think, I think I brought maybe $15. Oh, maybe. my God, you're fucked. And everyone else was just bare minimum of cash sure. on us because we didn't know what the hell to expect. Yeah, we're like we got to park somewhere, so we find a parking garage, and it's like the Harley Davidson parking garage. <laughs> Eighty dollars to park. It was kid. so expensive, and each floor was not marked by a number, but with like a different extreme sport. Oh God! So we were like, we were on like the kayaking level, uh, and then there was like mountain biking and other bullshit. So we got to the uh, thing, we parked, and we realized that's going to take like half of our budget. Like right. all of our money is going to go just for parking. And we walk outside and we go to a rock and roll McDonald's that's on right on the street that we parked okay. on, right? And we don't know where we are. We still don't know. And what does that mean, rock and roll McDonald's? It's a McDonald's with like glass cases inside with like uh, Elvis's jumpsuit oh, on a, on like a mannequin. A Hall of Fame yeah, it was thing? basically okay. a McDonald's, right. but like a kitschy yeah, sort of downtown Chicago. Yeah. Like, this is interesting. You want to come here to eat your fucking Big Mac or whatever because you want to look right. at. Old posters of the Beatles, I guess. <laughs> right, yeah. So we go there, we eat, we fuck around at that McDonald's for a while, and then we realize we don't know where we are, and we need to ask directions. We walk outside, and this McDonald's had a like a parking attendant. Like, what? So, because it's downtown, and there's a lot of traffic and stuff, there's like a vested guy that like tells you where to park and where to like manage the parking lot of this place, I guess. Weird. And we walk out, and I go, excuse me, sir, do you know where Clark Street is? And he looks down the block and back at us, and he goes, it's right there. And I was like, all right, we did it. We like, we accidentally found Clark Street. But Clark Street, of course, has two ends, right? Like, we right, don't know right. which direction. It's eight miles long. <laughs> right. And we don't know which direction on Clark we need to go. So we just pick an, a direction and start walking. And we're, we're walking down for what seems like forever. 
and it's starting to get really cold and it's starting to get later in the e like in the evening and we're just looking for somewhere to we start asking people directions we're like hey do you know where like the theater district is do you know where improv olympic is can we are we heading sure. in the right direction yeah everyone's like yeah you're just like two blocks away just keep going you're like two <laughs> blocks away and we go two more blocks nothing we go two more blocks nothing we start asking more people we're like hey man do you That's know where two blocks yeah and every fucking person <laughs> It was two blocks away. Everyone's we walked, walking with you. We walked for miles, I swear, on Clark, just down a unknown path. It could have been behind us the whole time. Right, right. You walk past it. We're walking past and going and going and going. And we start. We stop at a fucking, uh, like a little bodega gas station, or like a like a convenience store right, thing right, under right. a building. And we go in, and Brian won, the guy who was driving and got us almost got us arrested, uh, <laughs> Goes up and starts buying lottery tickets. What? Which he was like 17 at best at this time. Why is he buying I lottery tickets? I don't fucking tickets? know. I'm like, why are you doing this to us? Like, why are you doing everything in your power? We got no money, Brian. And he starts. Well, Brian brought money. Brian was okay. the only one of us who had a job. Okay. Brian had like a full-time job and was a high school student. It was uh, crazy. So he was basically bankrolling this fucking right. caper that we were in the middle Listen, of. Listen, I got a hundred bucks. And so he goes up and starts buying lottery tickets. And I'm like, Brian, you cannot do that. We're going to get in a like more trouble <laughs> the cops in indiana already got it out for us and he's like well if i don't win it's not really like i'm not gonna have to cash it in and show id or anything but he starts getting like i didn't realize this but in illinois you can win free tickets like not oh. not just cash return but you can also win the prize is another free ticket sure so he starts cashing these free tickets in for other free tickets and bullshit and we're like, dude, it is getting late, and we got to go. This show's going to happen. I don't know when it is, but I'm sure it's happening sure. soon. Right. And we got to take off. So we get back out on the road again after this, and we're going, and we're going. And we finally get to what starts to feel like a, like a theater district or like yeah. an artsy part of town and everything. And I'm like, I feel like we're going the right way. Like, we got this. And it's starting to get dark, and it's starting to get closer and closer to the start time of the show. And we finally ask more people. And then now people seem, like, confident. They're like, it's just down here. No big deal. So we keep going. We finally get there. We're like 30 seconds before the start of the show. We finally make it. We we only brought enough money to pay for the tickets. So we, we all my cash is gone at that point. We get into the show. And, of course, we're like the last ones in. So we make this big fucking scene of all right. of us kids. We're basically children Look showing, at those up, doofs. showing up to the show. And they take um, questions. Like they ask questions before the show starts. Like they want to base it off of something. And the guys start up the show, and they're doing their little improv bit, and then they ask the audience for questions. But all of us are theater kids, right? and we couldn't resist like participating, right? So hands go up, and the guy from the stage goes, tell me about your day so far. So we, I tell him about the incident that happened where we almost got arrested, and, we, and they, nobody believes us, because why would you? Sure, like it's yeah. not, this is the most un, unrealistic bullshit, especially in the con, like in the context of an improv mm. show. Yeah. Like, clearly it, it seemed like we were lying, but they took it and ran with it. So they did the whole intro to the show based on us getting pulled over and trying to, like, shoot cap guns at people. It was insane. Like, the whole idea that they even asked us how our day went right. was stupid. <clears throat> and then we... Finished the show. It was great. I do recommend if they... I don't even know if they still make the show happen or if it still is a thing, but it's called Baby Wants Candy, and it's perfect. Why? I don't know. It's just a weird name right. and a fun logo. I bought a t-shirt. Fucking improv, we went, I went. I've gone back several times since. What? Because it was a cool thing. Like, fucking nerd. So it became like a fun, you know, revisit all after right. all this happened. We Did finally, you take a cap gun with you? We get... No. no. 
I don't. I, I haven't touched a cap gun since. Good we, for you. We get done with the show. We get ready to leave, and now it starts like pouring ass rain, and we're like walking back so to the car. far from the car, right? Sure. And we get out to leave, and we're like, "How much do you think a cab would cost to take us back?" But of course, none of us have any money, right? So we got to talk. We're like, Brian, listen, like, can you just get us a cab, pay for the cab, and we'll just spot you when we get back? Sure. And uh, we ended up was Brian a dick? No, he was uh, he was cool with it, right, like, because right. he, he didn't want to walk either. I sure, think. yeah. So we get a cab. And then I think the cab driver kind of knew that we didn't know what the fuck we were doing or how oh, God. like a cab operates at oh, all. Oh, God. So he's like, we're going to take you like the scenic route, like the long <laughs> Let way Let me around. show you Chicago. Yeah, but it's fucking pitch black nighttime and right. raining. Yeah. But we were still like, okay, whatever you think, sir, because you're like the adult sure. and we don't know what we're doing. So he drives us in a big ass circle, I suspect, because it took so long. And Brian, of course, pays for the whole fucking cab fare, shells out everything else. And uh, we got back to our car and went home. God uh, damn. What time did he get home? It all happened. I was just going to say, it all happened in one day. Uh, and so when we got back home, we drove through the night. And it's now becoming like sunrise. As what? That long? Yeah. So did your parents call the cops? No, they, it was, I, I feel like we left on a Friday and they kind of expected us to go somewhere after. Oh, I think okay. my parents knew. Right. I straight yeah. up told my parents. My yeah. parents didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, whatever you want to do, man. That's cool with me. Whatever. They were surprised that I made it through high school, I think. And so whatever <laughs> whatever you want to do is up to you, man. One less mouth to feed. We don't give a so, fuck. <laughs> so we're driving down Gull Road in Kalamazoo. Yeah. And just as it starts to turn into like around Gull, uh, Gull Lake area. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's that big curve that goes around. And I'm sitting in the front seat passenger side. Brian's still driving. And... We're getting ready to go toward that big curve as it goes around the lake, and Brian doesn't slow down. Oh, right? God. And I'm looking at the road, and I'm like, all right. And then Brian's still driving, like, normal speed. Is he out of it? And I t- I'm like, Brian. And I turn and look at him, and he's fully asleep. Like, he's Jesus. head hanging, fully asleep. And I'm like, Brian, Brian, Brian. And just in time, he wakes up. And it's the type of road that has a big curve to the right, yeah. but you can also go straight if you, uh, but it's like an offshoot, right? Like yeah. it's not like a, so luckily that was the case because he popped up and cranked the wheel to the left and went down, oh, this, God. down this offshoot road and like a fucking landing strip for us. And luckily that, happened. but, uh, so that happened, which woke him up, you right. know, he's back, he's, <gasps> he's back on, on the ball now. And, uh, I, don't remember where we ended up landing for the night. I think they all came back to my place, which I lived in a small travel trailer behind my parents' house. Sure. I was like, fuck this house. I hate it. It was a disaster inside. So I just moved into this little travel trailer behind the house. And we all landed there and slept for the night and woke up the next day. And God damn. Dude. We had this big ass story to tell about it. And we wrote the story down uh, and published it in the school newspaper. And no one believed you. And nobody believed us, probably. I don't know. But just the idea that they allowed us to print it in the school newspaper, like this big That's epic, weird. like... Yeah, we skipped crime, school. It was this big crime spree bullshit <laughs> that we were dealing with there. Fucking hooligans. So, yeah. That was my long, long time ago. That's story. a good story. And I still talk to Brian to this day. The first Brian. Right. Brian right. one. Uh, the other two guys I don't talk to anymore. The other Matt and Brian, I don't really talk to them much. Why not? Uh, I don't know. Just, just kind of faded. Separated. Yeah, just faded. Yeah. That's yeah. how it happened, And, man. uh... But now Brian, one, and I, every year on April 19th, we do something 
to sort of commemorate that day, we, we redo a, a skip day. So for the last, I don't know how long it's been, what, 20 years? Jesus. We take that day off of either work or whatever the hell else we're doing uh, for, for that day. And we go and do something new that we've never done before. So we've done things like one time we drove around Lake Michigan. Sweet. Uh, went, and we took a brewery tour over in Milwaukee while we were over there. I don't, nice. I don't like beer. It was dumb. Like, How dare you? The whole time I was looking at this guy, like everyone else was like, this is fucking amazing. And at the end you get this big tasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, can I get like a Diet Coke or whatever? And like all the, like a, a record scratch happened. And like everybody looked at me like, why are you here? Exactly. And, and, I, look, here, and I look back at them like, why am I here? I don't, I don't know why I'm but it was free. We drove all the way around to Lake oh, Michigan yeah. to take a free brewery tour and then nice. finish the rest of the way back. We've done like axe throwing. We've done virtual reality rooms. We've done um, escape rooms. We've done uh, one year we did, I think, three escape rooms in one day. Uh, just bo- like whatever shit we can find that we haven't done before and well, try to. Were you successful in the escape rooms? I've yeah, never done them. I've, I think I've only failed one escape room oh, wow. that I've done. And I think I've done probably close to 10 or so. Is there a point. secret? No, you just got to work together. You got to have people that are fucking confident, uh, like competent and can be told what to do, uh, like that, that take direction well. I'd be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucked. I don't take direction well. But like I, I enjoy like puzzles and games and stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's more of a fun thing for me as opposed to like absolute. Like we've gone before with people that it's just absolute panic. Like the moment the door closes. And claustrophobic. Like, yeah, the, lock, <laughs> the lock happens, and we're like, you know, this is fake, right? Like you're in like a strip mall, and you could just right. walk out the door. Like it's not, you're not locked in, right? And right. People just don't like it. People don't like being right. confined in it. But yeah, so I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I can be here by, my, I can take a nap in here, and no one's gonna bother me. You know what we should do, Stu? You and I should go to an escape room, and you should hide your Radio Shack tape recorder <laughs> in your pocket, and yeah. we could just get a a supercut of us being like incredibly frustrated with each other and be like just fucking turn the key like this Fuck. is like, just put in this fucking code idiot Damn like, it. that's what usually happens is like, it getting hot in there by the end of it yeah <laughs> the is walls, a super villain the walls are closing in oh. <laughs> they're moving but yeah so. well hey everybody hey everybody it's hey. me your boy Stu McAllister with me is always part of the time. We got Matt Harper here. Hey, long stories. That's what that's it's me. A, it's a long, long time ago. That's, that's I told you. I said prepare a long, long time ago, and you did. I told you I had two options, and I was going to give you the option to tell both. Uh, see, stories. I don't want the option. Right. So now we have one for later. You tell. Time. You tell the story. Yeah. Uh, next when, time, when you come on again next time, you got the other long, long time ago. Oh, I got this other long, long time ago. It actually happened about two weeks ago when I was at your house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me tell you this. A short, short time ago. Yeah. Uh, the day that everyone stopped listening to your podcast because <laughs> of my long fucking story. Canceled the fucking Patreon. <laughs> Listen, I don't even subscribe to the Patreon, but I'm canceling it. <laughs> Fuck that Pre-canceling shit. it. That motherfucker ain't getting my money yeah, no you, more. You owe everyone $5. Fuck, now. you owe me shit, It's a re- reverse Patreon. Uh, the dogs are... I, uh, Quarantine. Ween, out. <laughs> Ween Dog is a goddamn lunatic. I think I've mentioned that numerous times on this podcast. And Ween Dog, uh, even though someone's in the house and clearly people are supposed to be in this house, Ween Dog won't stop barking. So I normally would have her upstairs, but she's upstairs. She's still continuing to bark. And then I'm like going, fuck this shit. And then I had the idea, I'm going to throw her in the garage. <laughs> so Ween Dog is in the garage, everybody. I got the light on. I got some blankets on the floor for her to sleep on. She'll be fine. 
for the hour that we're doing this podcast. And it's, uh, the weather's fine. It's not like it's, yeah, just, it's not, not overly hot. Or yeah, anything. no, it's fine. She's fine. She's in the garage. She's fine. She's fine. <laughs> She's a dog. Remember, everybody, Wean Dog is a dog. There's a dog at the end of the Ween. Uh, Sadie Dog is upstairs. I don't know where the cats are. Nobody ever gives a shit about the cats. But uh, there you are. You caught up. How was your day, though, everybody? How was your, how was your day, Matt Harper? Was it a good day? Uh, it was okay. You had a good day? Uh, it was okay day? Work is weird. Work's been weird, but... You were saying that. Your boss uh, retired? Yeah, my boss just unexpectedly retired. Gave, uh. gave a two-week notice, and her last day was, like, Monday. Oh, God. And, yeah, so we're just kind of reeling from that. For uh, new new listeners, uh, well, first, uh, Stu McAllister, your host of the Elemental Podcast, I uh, used to tell jokes for a living, used to do social work for a living. Now I just make a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Harper, tell, tell them what you do. I work for a bank that has a department that exclusively banks cannabis-related business. Weed! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's such a weird thing. It is, yeah. That it, it has to be kind of like its own industry. But that was the thing. When I worked for Loomis, the the uh, the money company or whatever, I don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck you want to call them, they, they, they were like, yeah, if, if money comes back and it smells like weed, we have to report it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yep. like, what? I have to report weed money? What are you talking about? For sure. Yeah. But those are those were laws. But now, because weed is legal here in the state of Michigan, uh, it's opened up doors for businesses like yours. Yeah. yeah for, for Somebody's got to bank them. And we've decided, I guess they decided as a bank to weigh the risk versus reward. And sure. There's a lot of money to be made in the industry still, just because of how intensive the like all of the rules and regulations are, sure. and it just takes a lot of manpower to, to bank what normally would just be, you know, a deposit right. uh, here and there. But this is all cash, and it's all uh, it's just tough to move that much cash around without causing some stir, you know. What is the risk? I guess I'm as far as like a bank goes, I'm not seeing the risk. Well, it's. Unless it's getting knocked off or something. It's federally illegal still. So you run into issues with like federal insurance, which uh, if there's issues with compliance and stuff, it may not be covered. Uh, if our bank were to just go under for any reason, uh, I think that's part of it. Like, isn't that the insurance that happens where like if your financial institution folds the, up? The you, FDIC or Yeah, you, uh-huh. you can still get that money because of the... Uh, yeah, so there's that. Uh, there's obviously the potential for anyone to get like raided by the feds and shut down or whatever, and then uh, so it's difficult to lend to people who are in a potential risk categories sure. and stuff. So uh, yeah, it's just it's other it's a lot of rules and regulations, and they treat everything they treat everything as if it's like merely illegal activity. There's so many rules and regulations that we have to like abide by. We have to Weird. monitor people's like. Vendors, we have to make sure that the people they're purchasing their product from are also licensed. We have to keep track of all their licensing and stuff like that too. So crazy. So has some of that stuff then fallen on you with your boss retiring? Has she retired now? Yeah, she's gone officially. Uh, It will. It'll filter down to us. Uh, I'm gonna have to start doing like site visits. We have to do periodic site visits to remain in compliance to make sure that they have all the weird stuff that the state requires them to have and different uh, security measures and, and, you know, particular separation between product and the public. And there's all this list of stuff that they have to comply with. And 
I'm just now sort of delving into that part of it, like the compliance stuff. Right. Now that she is gone and other people have to sort of take up the slack from that. Sure. It's interesting. Like, I enjoy the work of it, but I would prefer to have not been kind of thrown into it as as much as we have been right. lately. But, right. You know, we'll get there. We'll figure it out. You'll, you'll, right. it, it, to me, it seems like a lot of your job is like constantly changing and yeah. maybe a lot of stuff's just learning on the fly and... I almost kind of see it as like asking for forgiveness yeah. as opposed to permission. Hey, you got a friend over there. Hey, puppy <laughs> dog. Say, say, right say, over the shoulder. Say dog's just right over his shoulder, yeah, giving him the stank eye. Like, who Since the fuck is see this? Me. That's what it is. Yeah, Sadie dog, I think, is partially going blind. Sometimes she thinks my fingers are snacks. <laughs> She's looking at you like, oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> Sadie Dog's a good dog because she, once you're in the house, she's like, oh, I guess you're supposed to be here. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. You got a snack? uh, But at my job, I don't have to deal with uh, angry old men who are uh, mildly racist or whatever. (laughs) You don't got young fucks that don't do their job? (laughs) Old fucks. Yeah, old fucks and young fucks. A lot of bitch work. A lot of of bitch work. So, yeah. It could always be worse, you know? It can always be worse. Yes, I definitely know about it being worse. <laughs> I definitely, definitely know it could be worse. Now, Matt is here specifically because uh, he is going to be telling jokes in, I don't know, about an hour and a half or so. Yeah. Over Dr. Grids. Dr. Grids! It's back up and running. It's yeah. back up and running. I and don't even know who's performing tonight. Who's the headliner? Stuart Huff. Oh, is it Stuart yeah. Huff? Oh, good for you. That's so good. if you're listening to this today, right now, yeah. as soon as this gets posted. It'll get posted in like not even an hour right. probably. So uh-huh. head up to Dr. Grin's. Right. You, you can got see 15 me. minutes. You can see me perform and then watch Stuart nice. Huff. Do you know who the feature is? I don't. No. Because I know <clears throat> Stuart would bring a couple different dudes. Yeah. So I didn't know if he'd bring a dude or not. So Yeah, I don't know. Who the fe- in fact, like normally I wouldn't have driven all the way up here for the open mic. I've kind of stopped doing long travel open mics sure after the pandemic sort of shut everything down right right, right. i uh sort of stepped back away and i'm i'm focusing on doing more like i mean if i don't get paid to do it i'm usually not going to go sure but i had already been scheduled at grins before they closed it down oh. i was going to open for the final round of the funniest person contest oh nice and so because i was already on that list when they opened up the open mic Garrett just was like, hey, you want to do it? Do you want time now? I know you sure. were already on. Do you want to come back and just do the open mic? And I said, fuck it, why not? And well, yeah, it's Stuart Hoff. Yeah, I was like, Stuart's I know. Stuart's a good dude, funny dude. So, yeah, yeah why not go see someone you like? Yeah, I know Stuart, and he, he, I think, remembers me most of the time when I see him. So, it'll be fun to Probably, catch Probably, I would to, assume. To catch up with him and stuff. So, yeah. You tried to get him to do your room? I have. It just doesn't make sense. He lives, he moved now. He's down to like. I think he's down in Tennessee or oh, so something Tennessee further now? south. Okay, yeah. Sure. So for me, for my one nighter, it just doesn't make sense for him to right. drive all the way up here. Yeah. I'd have to put together a string of shows and stuff. Sure. I think he would do very well. Yeah. In my room, I think he would do okay. But, sure. Uh, which I've tried to get him several times, but yeah, it just hasn't worked out. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I um, yesterday I was just scrolling through social media like you do, like a fucking zombie. Sure. And I came across uh, a video of um, Alonzo Bowden essentially doing a commercial because mm. he's he's coming to the State Theater in Kalamazoo uh, in a couple of weeks to do a show for uh, he's on that show Wait Wait Don't Tell Me yeah. on NPR 
And uh, apparently they're doing the comedians of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Neat. So he's trying to promote the show, and so he's doing a commercial essentially for the State Theater, going, hey, the comedians of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me are going to be in the State Theater on October, whatever the fuck it is. And he's going through it, and he's saying the names of the comedians that are going to be with him, and I swear to God, he says Helen Hunt. Okay. And I'm like, Helen Hunt is going to tell jokes? Weird. Yeah, so I'm like going, all right, I'm interested. You gotta go now. Uh, well, and I know, humble brag, I, I know. know Alonzo. Right, yeah. And I have his phone number. So I text him and I go, you guys are coming to Kalamazoo and Helen Hunt is telling jokes? And he's like, no, you fucking moron, it's Helen Hong. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. I thought you said Helen Hunt. And I was like, what? Yeah, you were fully in for it. Well, yeah, just because I'm like going, all right, is she just going to tell stories about how she was on like Mad About You or some shit? Like, or a fucking on, what was the Twister? You know, whatever. (laughs) Me and Bill Pullman or whatever. I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh oh. It's the Pullman Paxton. uh, Was it Paxton? Yeah. Or was it Pullman? It was Paxton? Yeah, Pullman was. It was Pullman, right? Was it? Now I'm confused. No, it's Bill Paxton. Paxton. I've got to look it up now, but it, it's Paxton. <laughs> it was Paxton? Pullman is the president is from Independence from, Day. Okay, yes, and Paxton and, is the guy who was in uh, Weird Science. Weird Science, yeah. Yeah, so, all right. So he tells me it's Helen Hong, and I'm like, all right, I'll still go, because I like Alonzo Bowden and all, but I would rather see Helen Hunt than Helen Hong. So it's just kind of funny. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, no, nothing against Helen Hong. Helen, if you're listening to the podcast, nothing against you, but I'd rather hear Helen Hunt than yeah, Helen Hunt. It's like the Wish version of Helen Hunt. Like, I wanted <laughs> Helen Hunt, but I got Helen Hunt. <laughs> pretty much. It was pretty yes. funny. So. Bill Paxton. Yes, Proof. Bill Paxton. There you go. I wasn't denying, but like you said, it's one of the Yeah, other. right. It's the, the Paxton-Pullman conundrum. Yeah, yeah. Both they both, I don't want to say they look alike, no. but they're both kind of same age white dudes, and Bill P. Similar performances and yeah. like similar movie not similar yeah. movies but like the same caliber of movie right right like yeah and none of them are either like leading roles sure. they're yeah. all like ensemble dudes yep right for sure I mean, what what fucking movie was bill paxton like specifically the lead role in right? I, would, I would have to look yeah. for sure yeah. i mean you could go twister but i'm like ah no helen hong was in that movie <laughs> Helen Hong you're and Bill Paxton. You're going to make people call you now. And <laughs> you fuck. It was Helen Hunt. Uh, so do you, um, are you missing doing the podcast? Because I'm not going to lie. I miss you guys doing the podcast of another episode podcast. I was thinking about that on the way over here and yeah. how relieved I am that I that don't need not. to prepare. Well, just I wouldn't mind doing a podcast, but it just has to be so much less prep than that one was. Sure. Because I do not miss the prep ahead of time. Yeah, you would have to watch the movie. For those who don't know, Matt did a podcast with his partner, Mandy Elaine, and they watched old movies, and they would have guests on, and they would play clips from it and games. And it was very labor-intensive. The complete opposite of this podcast. And you, I don't think that people realize. like, Because from the outside looking in, it probably doesn't seem like it's that much work to do. Well, that's how you want it to be. Sure. You want it, it to be like, like seamless, zero yeah. fucking prep or whatever. And it also seemed like we were just kind of, we didn't care about how good it was. And right. we just were having a good time. We right. were mostly trying to focus on the fact that it was fun. Uh, right. But then it just became a lot of work, you know. Right. And if I could have somebody else do all the work for me and oh, still do the yeah. same programming. The greatest say, of all time. It would be great. People have talked to me about improving this podcast. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't have a fucking producer. 
and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I got zero budget. I have no money to pay anybody. I don't even know anybody who would want to do it. Right. So I'm like, yeah, it's me and my Radio Shack tape recorder doing a dumb fucking podcast. And uh, I think for me, it just kind of served its purpose, too. It kind of ran its course, you well, know? Well, you did it like four years or something? Uh, I think we were pushing close to three. I think three we were years? like a good solid two and a half, maybe almost three. Um, but it, it just got us through the pandemic. Like, like right. I kept, I stayed connected to the, com- like, the comedy uh, web that I had become involved in, and I was able to keep talking to these people who became friends through comedy and... Otherwise, I would have had no excuses to call these people or talk to them or any reason to keep in touch with anything. And uh, and because I still fancied myself as a booker for a show, that connection was important for me to keep and make sure these people... Necessary. Yeah, they they knew that I'm still here and I knew that they're still out doing it and and could, you know, give them a call if we open things back up. Sure. And it just kind of helped to stay sane during all of that instead of just talking to the three people who... I talk to on a regular basis. I'd have right. a few people that would join in every once in a while. So, do you? I mean, have you found things then? Uh, had it's changed a little bit for you as like a guy? Like you're still trying to do shows. I, I've yeah. cashed out on that, so you're still out. I see your post. You're like, ah, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm whatever. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. So, do you see yourself like? Are things improving then? Are things getting better, or is it just kind of changed? Like the environment out there, you mean? Like as far I as I guess, because sometimes I see these shows and like they list the comedians. I'm like, I don't know any of these. I I don't, and that's a problem for me to continue to be a booker and not rely on using the same like ten people. Yeah, I just I need to become familiar with the rest of this cast of characters that would come up. Right. And you know, from when you were doing stand up, like each year there'd be like a freshman class that would new come crop, in. New crop, man, new crop. And you would you would sort of point them out and be like, this guy's gonna stick around, like this one's gonna gonna last, but the rest of these are just gonna kind of fade away. Sure. And it, they always did. Like there were always reasons why somebody it just didn't work out, and you could kind of tell that you were like, this one's gonna stick around and and be okay. And then somehow some of them stuck around even though they weren't okay and still are around. Like, I don't know right. what, what possesses people to keep doing it even though they're bad at this. But, you know, I'm here. So. There's, a, there's <laughs> a certain level of delusion. There's a yeah. certain level of denial. There's a certain level of, like, I appreciate the ones who suck kind of acknowledge that they suck. Sure. And then they just kind of keep doing it because they're having fun or whatever. It's the ones who suck. And think like I'm gonna be the next Jim Gaffigan or whatever. I'm like, oh my god, stop! Just yeah. go away. Go back they're to just, being a warehouse manager or whatever. They're filming these like COVID comedy specials and uh, just like oh, I can't get on stage, so I'm just gonna rent a room myself and film a special or whatever. Just everybody believes that somebody's holding them down or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, well, no, you're holding yourself down because you're not that funny. So that's. Nope, no, nobody wants it when you're fucking honest with them. Everybody wants right. nothing but positive feedback or positive fucking uh, construction. And I've been seeing things that are like this badge of honor. Like, I got removed from a pro show because I'm too good. That's or, never the case, never, everybody. Never the case. It's You've never ne- that you're too good. There's there's a lot of reasons, but it's never you were too good. Right, you overshadowed the uh, headliner, and so they don't want you anymore. Shit. That's never the case. Shit. Uh, but I will say that, like, going back and starting to do shows now, some longer sets and things, like, audiences are there for it. Like, they they want 
to get out. They want to have fun. They right. want to have reasons to laugh. And they really, it's been a, a really positive, the ones that I have had the luxury of being asked to join. The thing is for me, and I've always been this way, I'm very bad at self-promotion. And I'm very bad at like trying to get on shows. I have just sort of cultivated this like this little group that will ask me to do <laughs> shows. Nothing wrong with that, right? And I, that's how it kind of had. That's that's the only thing that's really kept me doing this is just people on occasion will be like, "Hey, I have an opening on this show in a month. Do you have it booked?" And eventually, though, I mean, if you do want to, if you do want things to get bigger or better for you or whatever, you eventually you need to be the guy yeah. who's like, "Hey, I'm the best because of sure. whatever." Yeah. I got 96 minutes of pure gold, sure. bitch. Well, just recently I did. I was asked to do to to headline a show in Three Rivers, Michigan. Jesus. Why and, are you bragging? And I, right. And I, I got the message and I thought about it for a few minutes and was like, I don't think I can do, like, I'm still shaking off the dust of this, like, two-year sure. hiatus here. I'm like, I don't even know if I have 45 minutes. Like, right. I don't know. Because I'm like, that's the bare minimum you need to have. Yeah. If you're going to headline something, right? So I just said, but I was like, fuck it. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to give me a moose ticket and send me it's home? It's three rivers. Right. Like, who's going to see me do poorly at this? Worst case scenario, I feel bad for taking their money. Right. And then I just go home and spend it. Right. And You never go back to three rivers. So I, but I committed. I was like, fuck it. I was like, I'll do it. No big deal. Like, what's the worst that could happen? And then I was like, how much time are you expecting? And how much pay was it? Mm-hmm. And they were like, it's 25 minutes. And I was like, that is not a headliner spot. So I'm like fully down. Like, I'm like, sure. I got this. No right. problem. I was like, I got 35 minutes of solid material. No right. problem. I got right. this. And uh, and the pay was basically feature pay, too. Yeah. So it wasn't like a, a normal. Was there like five people on the bill? No, it was something? a pretty, I mean, it was just a three-person show. What? Uh, well, it, there was an opener feature, well, an opener, a middle, and a me at the end. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um, but they still... I mean, we still filled the time that they were looking oh, for. And it they was, just wanted like an hour show or yeah, something? Yeah, yep, oh, pretty much. And it was like the it. first one they had ever done at this huh. lodge. And then, in fact, it went it went very well. Like, right. I was so surprised at how well this was, or how well it went, and how well received it was. Nice. And, like, other people from other lodges were coming up to the booker and were like, hey, we want to do this at our lodge. And Was it like, like a moose lodge Yeah. Yep. Huh. So That's great. Yeah. So, I mean, it worked well for you that. You got one. a circuit for yourself, man. Sure. I'm doing the moose circuit. I uh, I actually got some family to come out to a show for once. What? They did a 50-50 raffle at yeah. this place, and my one of my family members won the fucking raffle. Oh, shit. So it was How much? Coming up roses. I think they ended up walking out with like $125. Wow. So, yeah, it's pretty slick. Um, this is a side, side note. When I went to the Bills game a couple weeks ago... Uh-huh. In Buffalo, they did a 50 50 at the stadium. Weird. And the stadium sits like 80,000 people. Yeah. So they did a 50 50. The, the winner of the 50 50 got like a quarter million dollars. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you have to like, isn't it, doesn't it have to be like a charity thing to do a 50 50 drawing? Or maybe, I don't maybe, know. Maybe you have to have a license for it. Maybe I don't know. Like, That's but crazy. they kept showing the prize Jesus. money on the fucking thing <laughs> on the score. you have to like, text? like what? You texted in to enter or something, or what the you fuck? You had that? to go find people and buy tickets Weird. from. Like people were selling tickets like in in the parking lot before the game even started. That's wild, man. I'm like going, what the fuck? Like you go to the game and you walk out. Yeah, I got a quarter <laughs> yeah. bill. What? Uh, just imagine some guy walking around with like a reel of tickets he brought from home, though, because that's totally <laughs> yeah. Like, you're in. Scam. 
I got you guys want fifty fifty tickets? Oh god, I got all these fifty fifty tickets. Until oh the, my god. <laughs> until the number that goes up gets matched with two people and sure. then they're like oh, I gotta, shit. They gotta fight it out. Oh my oh. god, you just came up with the greatest scam of all time. <laughs> Fuck It's the fifty 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 raffle. <laughs> <laughs> we all all eight of us get fifty. <laughs> oh shit, really? Well, oh my god! I, well, I, awesome. I quit my job now. I guess. I'm glad that you feel like things are going well. I mean, are there still things that like you want to like accomplish in comedy? Then I would like, like to. You do... like wanting to work like a club weekend? Yeah, or I need. Shit? I need to no, get a weekend no. or two under my belt, and just to say I've done it. Like sure. I've done a couple of like grin shit. Yeah, I've oh. hosted at grins. I'd like to feature somewhere. Sure. That's like not a one nighter at a yeah at a you know banquet hall somewhere right, like it'd be nice right. to do that but yeah. and but nothing like i'm not knocking down people's doors i'm not that guy that's like you gotta book me i'm the greatest of all time sure so it probably won't happen for a while yet all if right. it does but uh if anybody's out there and needs someone with a solid 30 minutes well i mean i will uh i mean i don't have too many ears anymore because i've told a lot of people to go fuck themselves yeah. and I'm, I'm perfectly fine with telling sure. people to go fuck themselves Cause some, I mean, you know, because you and I have done some shit But together, I will tell you, know? you, and I've told you this before, that the moment you became that person, the, ah. the go-fuck-yourself person, <laughs> on when you were still rounding out the last few shows you had, yeah, those were some of the best times I've ever watched you perform, <laughs> when you legit were like, fuck these people, what are they going to do? <laughs> like, am, are they just not going to invite me back? Because guess what? <laughs> I don't want to come back. I'm not coming back, right. fuckers. I wouldn't come back if you begged me to. Fuck off. <laughs> And those were some of the best shows I've seen you do. <laughs> so so if you could somehow parlay that into like, this is just the version of you that right. does comedy, right? Then, then I think it would be this is the angry Stu McAllister yeah. on stage. But I think you would be happier in doing comedy if yeah. you had pro- approached your comedy that way. I think the, well, the the problem is you you're looking to appease too many sure. people, and well, I think and I just you... realized too late that I shouldn't. And well. I think one of the best things you did too was disconnect yourself from the local club. Like yeah. you were the face of the club, so right. you had this reputation to sort of uphold and right. and it would yeah, I just I feel like once you disconnected yourself from that and it became like a playground instead of this like job, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. 100%. 100% you're right. Well, I mean again, like hopefully things continue to go positively for you in that way, so that's yeah. good. That's good. Would you ever go back on stage? You know, I never want to say never, but I'm like, I've been asked, like, what is it going to take for me <laughs> to get on stage? I'm like, I don't even really know, man. Is I it like the know. right combination of comedians or is it the right yeah. venue or? There is a new club. I don't mean to brag, but there is a new club that's going to open up in Niles, Michigan. Okay. Don't, don't mean to brag. Sure. And the guy who's booking it wants yeah, me to headline. Some, some Three Rivers vibes oh, there. Yeah. yeah, I know. He's asking me to headline it and I'm like. Man, I just don't know, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to. And I, like, I appreciate it. Like, he's asking me, he's like, you're one of the funniest motherfuckers I know. I'm like, what do you know, three people? Like, <laughs> yeah. come on, man. So, you know, I just, I, if I were to do things, it would be, I, I get, as dumb as it is, I think I'd almost just want to go do an open mic. Yeah. Go do an open mic, say some dumb shit. Fuck all you queers, and then I just leave. Off you go, you know. Yeah, drop the mic and out. I don't have to sit here and watch all this bullshit, and then I'll just get the hell out of here. You liked it, great. You didn't like it, fuck you. I'm out of here. Yeah, right. And it's weird too because I'm kind of like, I'm gonna go to this open mic, yeah, and I might 
stay to watch Stuart, maybe. Sure. But I probably won't. Like, okay. I'll probably just get to do it. Right. Get my little bit of serotonin, whatever the... Right. Like, yes, yes. And the fucking uh, high from it, the yeah. performance high. I get it, 100%. And then um, shake Stuart's hand and walk out the door and be sure. like, here, see you later. Thanks for having me. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I'm finding the, the weirder shit, the weirder performing stuff. Like, when I did that, the acting for that yeah. short film, like, I really enjoyed that a whole lot. I sure. wish I had more opportunities. Like, I don't know how to tap that. Right. And I like this dumb podcast. I like this. Does it get me anything? Not really. Sure. But I enjoy this because nobody can tell me that I'm doing it right or wrong or right. this or that. I'm like, fuck you. It's my, you listen to it or don't. Right. Don't give a shit. There's no boss. I'm the boss. Eat my balls. <laughs> right? Yeah, and like if everyone stopped listening, you're no worse I off. Know. Yeah, you're no worse off than you are. My six listeners stopped listening. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Oh god damn, my life's ruined. For sure. And like if I'm not to say like if I couldn't like I've been making these dumb gnomes and stuff out yeah. of like clay or whatever. Yeah. Like it started during the pandemic. My daughter was like, I want to make stuff out of clay and we bought her a bunch of it. She made a few things and then kind of separated Fade. from it and was just like, I don't want this anymore. And I just started looking at it like, I can make stuff. I yeah. see people making things online, and I'm like, I could totally do this. And I started, and that's what I do now. There you go. And if I was like, I'm calculating it out going like, dude, if I could just sell like five, like five pairs of earrings a day for yeah. the rest of my life, yeah. I'd be all set. Like, that's all I'd ever really? need to do. I could make it work with wow. like with like that. But it's just getting to that point, and it's right. just never going to happen. You know? Right, yeah. That's the shitty part. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I, I, I bought those two Bills Mafia from you, mm -hmm. and I gave them away. Did anyone approach you about buying any more or no? Uh, there were inklings of it. People, ah, that people were like, committed? Yeah, people were like, if I don't win this, ah, I'm, I'm going to come back to you. Ah, I had somebody ask me if I could do a different team, uh -huh. and I was like, probably. I was like, I don't see why I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, like, just yeah. let me know, and I'll figure it out and make yeah. it happen, and then no follow-up from that. Ah. See, that's the thing. I feel like I always get people to like the edge of doing sure, shit. Yep. They're like, oh, fuck, that's cool. Yep. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I want it. And then they don't actually follow through, which sure. I'm like, I want that one time, that one person to be like, fuck yeah. I mean, and that's not to say that like your posting about it didn't help because I do. I mean, today I'm delivering one to somebody yeah. uh, today. So, I mean, I'm sure that came from some combination of knowing who Stu McAllister is. Yeah, maybe. I guess. So, there's uh, that. I, you know. I've been posting a shitload of them on TikTok. And I, I don't finally, know what that is. dude, I'm telling you, man, you need to get on TikTok. <laughs> like, you need to get on TikTok only for like the "fuck you Fridays" rants, <laughs> for the the burning shit. Like, you would, you could have a whole channel devoted to just burning sports memorabilia, <laughs> and it would get followers. People, oh. there's so much hate in the sports community <laughs> over things. Hate. They will either hate watch you for burning their favorite thing, or they will hate watch you. Because you're burning right. their most hated they'll, thing. They'll love the hate ones. Yeah, yep. right. yes, yes. And I I'm telling it. you, it would be a thing. And, and again, I'm going to explain this. The best way I know how is I thought TikTok was tweens dancing. Like, I just thought it was like sure. young girls wearing barely any clothing. Yeah, and just why am I not on Twerking that? for days, right? That's all I ever was. <laughs> and then, so I, I finally have... Uh, my wife starts watching TikToks yeah. and sending them, like showing them to me. And they're like, this is a really cool artist or this is a really cool musician. And sure. like, check this out. And TikTok learns what you like. So over time, 
you stop getting people dancing yep. and fads and shit. That's right. And you start getting really focused into what you enjoy, like, you know, independent artists and, like, sculptors and other bullshit. Like, there's just, that's all great. I get now. That's great. Is this feed of, like, these really eccentric artists and, and musicians and stuff that I really enjoy. That's good. Uh, but I do think that there is a place somewhere on TikTok for Stu McAllister, so... I get maybe I'll look at it. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm I guess I'm ju- I'm just so fuck another form of social <laughs> sure. media. You but know, it's five just... years from now it'll be something else. I'm like, oh goddamn, why? You, you just don't have to commit to it though, and you don't have to try, and it'll yes. either happen or it won't. Yes. And you are of the mentality. It's just like this podcast. Like, who gives a fuck yeah. whether a thousand people listen or three people listen or a hundred thousand? You know, it's the same podcast either way. The answer is always six. Sure. Right? It's always, I have six listeners. Yep. I don't know what the real number is, but it's six. Uh, and I'll always tell people like, oh, I lost somebody, but then I got somebody. Yep. We're six. We're it's at six. It's always a wash. It's always six. Oh, shit. Speaking of that, I just realized this too. Well, I'm wearing the six. Hey! Hey, you got a six-member mafia shirt on. That's right. Did that happen on purpose? No, or? I just what? happened to. I was like, no shit. Like, look at that. Oh, I was wearing it. And that looks worn. You've worn that thing. Oh, for sure. Nice. That's great. I've worn it. My wife wears it all the time. I don't, it's got a cigarette burning. <laughs> in right here. What the hell? Why? How'd that happen? Oh, it wasn't from a cigarette. Oh, I'll, from, I'll tell you that much from right now. Your jazz cigarettes. <laughs> Uh, I was doing research for work. <laughs> go, yeah, go subscribe to the Patreon, everybody. Every every sure. once in a while, I give out free shit. It's been a while since I've done a t-shirt run. I'm trying to do the t-shirt thing on T Public. Mm. Like I got a little store over there, and let me tell you, Matt, unsuccessful. Well, I'll tell you, I've sold. I've had my Etsy store open for probably a, a mo- little less than a month, maybe. Sure. And I've sold eight things. Wow. Which I find to be incredibly successful. That's I was great. not I was not expecting that yeah. at all. And uh, it's yeah, it's just stuff that I've created with my bare hands and That's it's turned right. into uh, stuff on I uh, on T Public I have sold two things <laughs> and, and I was one of, one those. of those. Yeah. I was one of the purchasers. <laughs> and what it is is here this is why it's shit. Because I I have these ideas mm. and I'm just not I don't have the talent like you do. I don't have any artistic ability about me at all, other than, like, I swear into a microphone. Yeah. And, if you can uh, monetize that. Then, oh, God, yeah. I wish. Fuck me. I'm telling you, um, that's where TikTok's coming in. Oh, uh, Tigger You just swear into a microphone. Ah, you fucks! <laughs> so I paid our good friend uh, Joe Williams to design yeah. some things for me. So I'm in the fucking hole. Because <laughs> I, I had to pay that fucker, and I'm not... Mad that I paid that fucker. I realized that I was going to need to pay somebody to draw these ideas in my head. He did what I asked him to. Yep. And I ain't selling shit. God damn <laughs> God it. God damn it. Yeah. You just got to get a few of them and give them away, I guess, and then... Well, that's why see. I bought one myself, because yeah. I figured if people Self see me wearing my own shirt, I'm like, well, someone's got to wear this fucking thing. For sure. Uh, yeah. Whatever. You know, we've talked over an hour already. Oh, my so. God. Yeah, yeah that's Sorry pretty, about... It, it's pretty much the limit of this podcast. People sure. cannot listen longer than an hour. So, uh, I hate, we're going to, we don't even fuck it. I'm not even getting any of the stories. Got like eight. Well, should we do one story? All right, Matt, I'm going to, uh, okay. I got one. Uh, a, a fan is suing the New England Patriots. Oh, before uh, we get to that, sorry to make this longer. Yeah. Uh, you tipped me off to a story that happened. I work in Lake Odessa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the lady that got, got shot, shot in the. Yeah. Arm for yeah. like 
preaching to these people's doorstep. Don't get, don't get an abortion. Yeah, I was watch, I was listening to the podcast at work. Yeah, and was like, this happened here. Like, yeah. what's happening? And I had no clue that this. Happened. There's people out just shooting, <laughs> shooting people in the back or whatever. It's like old fuck. people shooting other old people. It's the best of all time. So yeah, your your uh, your stories. Were, uh, it was right. news to me. I'm, I'm sharing yeah. news stories. Sometimes people learn stuff from the Elemental Podcast. I always find that strange. Uh, so, a fan is suing the New England Patriots. Uh, Michigan's got a new most violent city. Uh, Russell Brand calls out Hillary Clinton. And uh, a woman duct, duct tapes a Tinder date. What do you oh. want to talk about? I mean, I don't care about sports. Okay, that's I it. don't care about Russell Brand. Okay. So we got homicides in Michigan or a woman duct taping a, di- a Tinder date. I got probably the Tinder date. I always love this salacious shit. Because, I mean, I don't know if you heard anything, but I brought a gun with me to Chicago. So I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about the dude strapping meanest city in Michigan. Yeah, fuck. It's uh, Benton Harbor, apparently. Oh, okay. So, of course, it is. <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, spoiler alert. Benton Harbor. <laughs> Uh, and if you live in Benton Harbor, it's not a spoiler. You're like, yeah, we you know. already knew. Fuck, someone, someone in my house died. Uh, so this happened in Colorado. This woman, uh, Lauren Marie Dooley. Do we know Dooley? Megan Dooley? He's here, by the way. Oh, he's here? He just doesn't. He said he can hear us talking and doesn't want to interrupt. Oh, go fucking deal with them. Go do your yeah, deal. Yeah, you, you can tell them. Yeah, go do the deal. All right. And then you, yeah, Matt's got to go sell his gnome. He's, he's got this gnome thing and he's selling shit. Something fell. I don't know what the fuck. All right, he's going to go do the deal. All right, let me tell you guys. Lauren Marie Dooley, 22, has been hit with multiple felony charges uh, over the last week under a bizarre attack. She had a Tinder date with a 21-year-old dude, right? She enticed the date into her uh, apartment, right? She's on the dating app. She began to remove his clothes. Uh, Now, I've never had a Tinder date and I know Tinder was like, uh, initially, that's what it was known for, right? It was known for like hookups. Like, if you're on Tinder, it's like, you want to fuck? Yeah, I want to fuck. You want to fuck? Yeah, let's fuck. And then you fucked, I guess. Sadly, I've never been on Tinder. <laughs> but uh, Dooley is accused of enticing the date in and began removing his clothes and was allegedly performing oral sex on him. Uh, and that's when she, uh, I guess this guy's all in some sort of like orgasmic state. And that's when she duct uh, taped his feet and hands together. Right? Apparently he agreed to it. I guess he thought this was like some sort of kinky sex act. But he's like, oh, okay, I guess if you continue sucking my cock, I guess I'm all right with it. But then uh, this chick Dooley brought out a kitchen knife and demanded that he go into the bedroom. And I'm like going, all right, is this still fucking role play shit? What the fuck's going on? But he felt like this chick actually was going to hurt him with a knife. And she did end up cutting him on the left shoulder with it. (laughs) She, She allegedly choked him repeatedly. And checked his neck for a pulse. I guess she thought maybe she'd kill this fucker. Now, I see they have a uh, mugshot of this chick. And she's got some greasy fucking hair. And she kind of looks like she might be part elf. She's got some big fucking ears. 
but she doesn't look that big to me. Now, I don't know how fucking big the dude was, but she definitely looks like someone you could probably overpower. Uh, she took out her belt, though, and wrapped it around the dude's throat, uh, choking him out. <laughs> Duly stopped, but only to procure uh, another belt that she wrapped around uh, the dude's neck again. Jesus Christ. She allegedly proceeded to order takeout via DoorDash. <laughs> Listen, uh, having sex with you and attempting to murder you has made me really fucking hungry. I gotta order some shit from DoorDash. Uh, you want anything? <laughs> fucking Christ. Um, he escaped and uh, alerted police after she fell asleep beside him. Responding officers encountered the naked victim standing in the parking lot of the apartment complex. <laughs> she was subsequently charged with secondary kidnapping, secondary assault, and menacing. Jesus Christ. Uh, this makes it very difficult for anybody to get on a goddamn dating site. Uh, I don't know why anybody would want to do it now. I, I'm like, I guess I'm not. I don't, I don't think I'll ever fucking date anybody ever, ever again. So, uh, there we go. Man, how'd it go? Easiest $25 I ever made. Fuck yeah! Was, was he happy with the goods? No, I just gotta sell five or six of those every day. Every fucking day, man. For the rest of my life. Do and you I can... do that? On, do you got, like, Shopify? Uh, what do you, like, as far as payment and stuff goes? Well, no, Shopify is, like, another uh, uh, site for, oh. like, business people. I'm not, I know you got the Etsy not store. Not diversifying at all. All right. But I know we you're... are doing, uh, like... Craft shows. I've sold a wow. bunch at like yeah, great. craft shows. Yeah, we have great. a couple more scheduled before the end of the year. Well, I talked about this dumb Tinder date thing, so okay. we're done. All right. Because I re I gotta go pee, and this I pee will... is not gonna be sponsored by Matt Harper Art. <laughs> I will hear the story later when I listen yeah, to the yeah, podcast. Yeah. So. yeah, you're not missing anything. So uh, tell the people where they can find you, get by your wares, all that kind of shit. I have my uh, TikTok and Instagram is Matt Harper Art. Matt with two T's. Matt with two T's. The extra T's for titties. <laughs> uh, I have my Etsy store. Do you think people actually are like, oh, the extra T's for titties? Yeah, right. Like, oh, normal people don't spell it that way, but I, <laughs> I do because I my parents named me that because they love titties so much. Uh, <laughs> I really want somebody to come up and meet you and go, oh my god, you're Matt Harper. <laughs> the extra T's for titties. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's me. I just wear it on a shirt all the time, <laughs> right across, right across them. I'll just put them on a pair of shorts right in front of my balls. <laughs> Thanks for cheese for titties. This makes no sense. The extra B is for balls. Uh, and then you can find my Etsy store. It's Barefoot Gnome with no S at oh, the end. Oh, no S? Well, here's the thing. Well, it's okay because I also own Barefoot Gnomes. Oh, okay. It's just not an active store. I, oh. I attempted to make myself a store probably six months ago yeah and i just never followed through with it because uh, i'm an idiot and don't uh, don't follow through with anything all right. but then my wife was like you have like 30 of these gnomes around the house that we need to figure out what we're doing with yeah, them, let's try to tell them. so she started a, an etsy store oh. and because my i had already taken that name sure 
she had to divert had to back to knock off the S. So if you look for it with an S, you won't find anything. But oh. if you look for it without the S, you'll find it. All right, it. well, now I know that I've been saying it wrong this whole That's fucking okay. time. No, I like I said, no. Well, I, maybe that is the case. Maybe people would have been knocking my door down if we'd have just gotten <laughs> Now the, you're going to be, oh, fuck, I'm overwhelmed. i got to quit my job. Just go to the store and just like some stuff. Just yeah. show some activity in there. I don't give a shit if you buy anything. Sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah, just getting people in there, moving around, and, and looking at things will bump us up in the listings or whatever i think so there you go uh you know. you know the other things that people should check into sunday slaw yeah on facebook uh bear boards and <laughs> tables bear boards and tables on instagram and a mccurry store and john badass midgley john badass midgley it's a magic jbm on the facebook go look at all those things check out the facebook page check out the twitter page check out my mccurry store Check out my tea public store. You please, everybody. I saw the dentist today. Oh my god, I'm getting a flipper pretty soon. That's the fake tooth. Nice. I'm gonna get my fake tooth in like two weeks, everybody. I won't look like I'm fucking th- from for Three Rivers. <laughs> I'll have fucking a full set of teeth. Uh, half of them will be fake, but whatever. But then, I, fuck, I got legitimately for like a month. I'm seeing the dentist every week. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, Not looking forward to. You're it, still but, wearing a mask, so uh, you'll be all right. Yeah, transition yes. will be nice. Yeah, still wearing a mask. So, uh, so that's everybody. That's it, everybody. Wear Consider shoes. Subscribe to the Patreon. Wear shoes while you drive. Yes, don't and uh, don't take cap, cap guns to anything. And if someone's driving a tan convertible with a ponytail, they definitely have a cell phone. They'll rat you out. And they will. They're fucking snitch. They're snitches. So that's it. We're done. Thanks, man. Bye. Good night. <laughs>